Hello and welcome to Manners Mattered 2. This is not your grandma's etiquette. This is real life practical conversations on how to be your best self. Your hosts are myself, Rachna Adianthaya, founder of Create My Change, which focuses on business etiquette, image and personal development coaching. My co-host is Julia Estevi Boyd international etiquette and protocol consultant with a focus on teaching real life skills important for your professional and your personal success. Hi Rachna, are you there? I am. Good morning Julia, how are you doing? Good evening to you, I'm doing okay. Looking forward to today's podcast. We are. Well, I heard you were up all night <laughs> with the Real Housewives. I, I don't was. Know. I was. Just to uh, <gasps> give you listeners a little bit of background um, before we start, I'd like everybody to know that I do watch documentaries. I do watch very interesting um, programs. But I've been at home a lot recently with a sick daughter myself. I've been ill and I was really just looking for some light entertainment, something that I wouldn't have to concentrate too much on, something that I could just sort of relax and half-heartedly watch, I suppose, meanwhile doing sort of other things at the same time. And oh my goodness, I started on the roller coaster of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And it was, I have seen the odd episode here and there sort of many years yeah. ago. And the new one is on Netflix. I think I, I think it might be season 12 or something like that. So I have a lot of catching up to do. But I found it so entertaining that I was telling Rachna that it was full of etiquette surprises so I was thinking let's just do this podcast you know can money buy you manners (laughs) and I don't think so so just for some fun today we're sort of going to break down a little bit of the social etiquette on uh, this particular program because it was so entertaining and um I think there's a lot of sort of topics that we can discuss. Yeah. I got that. You so you, you're watching the Real Housewives. Which one is it? That because I've seen, <laughs> I've seen the Beverly Hills and the New York. Um, I haven't seen the entirety. I've seen sort of probably one season or whatever, um, and it is pretty addictive in a sort of car watching. Yeah, this one is the new one on Netflix. I'm, I'm I'm not sure which season it is. I think it's it's the, the last one that's on Netflix, maybe season twelve, and it's very entertaining. And I know, obviously, it's all about the drama. So <sighs> every episode, there has to be some fighting, and there has to be some bitching, and there has to be complaining and gossiping behind each other's backs. But it's it's really it's really interesting. They they you know they they turn up at dinner parties and they have had makeup artists and hairstylists and the best designers so that they look absolutely amazing. They turn up for this dinner gala ball whatever, and it's just fantastical for for so many people. And then they sit down and they attack one another, 
and they attack their lives. They say, you said this and you said that and yeah. you did this and you did that and they fight and sometimes they throw wine in each other's faces. <laughs> and it's like, okay, the etiquette for attending a dinner party isn't that good. You know, and it's all these things that how do you behave as a guest when you're visiting someone's home? And if you have an issue with somebody, is it the time and place to bring it up and talk about it? And it's so interesting because they live this really glamorous, luxurious lifestyle that the majority of people cannot compare to. We can't understand. I think there was one woman who... I don't know if she bought sunglasses that were worth $75,000 or she was selling them in, in her in her boutique that she has. So it's a completely different world, but yet you can't hold your tongue at the dinner yes. table. So it's, it's, I thought it was super interesting, kept me mesmer, mesmerized yeah, for and, and, ages. It does. I feel like it keeps me mesmerized for the wrong reasons, so, though, because you're watching it and it's, vaguely amusing and you think haha who really behaves like this are they doing this for the camera and yes probably a lot of it is for cameras but it also um like there's a need i mean there's obviously a, a want to see this because they are hugely popular um and what worries me is it sort of normalizes this really bad behavior because you are seeing people um, who are very successful um, living this amazing life, behaving atrociously. And the example being set is is pretty low. Um, I, I just, I got to a point where I was watching some of it and I just, it, I got to saturation point. I was like, oh, this is just ridiculous. Like now, for all their trimmings there was none of that that I thought oh I wish I had because it had the whole thing the whole behavior had completely ruined it for me <laughs> oh, God. this is just everyone attacking everyone even when you've got ev- seemingly no worries in the world financially etc um you're still not happy Mm. Yeah, uh, that was my takeaway from it all so I just stopped watching and I felt happier too actually I have to say because after a while you get sucked in and you're like why do, I, why do I feel so annoyed and angry and upset and there's a there's a lot of these programs out there and I do think um, I've made a concerted effort just not to watch them now because they do impact my mood um well, I'm not. In, I'm fascinating, really, but terrible yeah, at the same time. <laughs> I'm not really in the habit of watching these things, but it really sucked me in. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking: Do people really live like this? Because I, obviously, there's a group of I can't remember six, eight women, and they're all meant to be sort of friends, and they get together separately and together. And I, in my private life, I don't have that. I have friends, but they're not all connected. So we don't, the, the opportunity doesn't arise to sort of bitch about one another and, it, you know, it's very different. And I was like, really, do people live like this? Do they behave like this? Because also it gives a bad impression on women, although sometimes the husbands get involved as well. Sometimes the husbands join and they sort of tag in in the conversation and I wonder, you know, is that, how appropriate is that? And oh, this, I just, I'm sorry, I... I think I might be a convert. 
<laughs> secret convert. So I need to catch up on the other oh, other episodes, you, you and I didn't know. I don't want to change okay. you. <laughs> I didn't know that there were so many <gasps> oh other ones. Gosh. There's um, the I, I, Orange I County, New York. Oh my goodness, yeah, there's so many. It's just it's a lot, and once you've once you've had your fill, you will never touch them with a barge pole. Is what I, all I can say. You're obviously in the and at the point where you're still thinking it's funny but um I got to the point where I was like oh this is just let me guess now they're all gonna have a fight and it, I, a lot of it is probably staged um they have to keep it interesting they have to keep the drama going because otherwise no one, of course, no of one course. watch it doesn't say a lot for us does it that we have to have it um so there is all that and I think it gets a little old after after a while. Um, I certainly felt that way. But it does bring up that point that, you know, we are surrounded by a lot of these types of programs and these um, these people are very famous and young kids watch them. Um, they're not great role models and I do think there's a sort of acceptance that that's okay behavior because if they're doing it then why can't I mm. um that sort of entitlement that comes through and um I I do think that that sort of permeates society when you're just bombarded by this um I really don't like it I personally don't like it I wouldn't want my children to watch it my children are too young, but even, you know, my teenagers or whatever, it, definitely I would not want them to see it. I, I don't think that's... Yeah, I think it, um, it gives a false uh, First of all, I don't think it's real. I mean, mm. it's not real, is it? Uh, but it does. And But it's sad that we seem to need all this stuff. Like, there's a need for it because this is coming out and it's popular. And there are more of these, like, how many housewives are there? I think there's one of every single city, um, <laughs> so. almost that way. And then you've got the reality TV, and it's it's just that we we are sucking out. We just love this as, as consumers. We love this drama, high drama, and I wonder whether it makes us feel. I, I don't know. When you look at it, does it make you feel better? Does it make you feel worse because you're not living that life? I, I don't. I don't know. I know that I had. I definitely am. Well, over it. I. I didn't last too long. I. But like you, I. I was kind of mesmerised at the start, and then I thought, oh, God. I found it entertaining, but I. I mean, I do as it yeah. got on to sort of further because I started at episode one and then I worked my way through. Meanwhile, I'm cooking or, or doing something with sort of watching in the background. I did start to fast forward. It's like, oh, here's another here's another argument. Here's something else. But it, I thought it was yeah. interesting from an ethical point of view because there were so many things that I was thinking, why are you doing that? Why are you behaving like that? You should, you know, I mean, you should just have some good grace mm. and some, some good manners. And even other little things that they do that every single time they got together – they always complimented each other in their clothes. Mm -hmm. And I thought that's really exaggerated because we women, we don't do that. Mm, we yeah. do sometimes. We say, oh, you look lovely or so nice yeah. to see you. Love your outfit. But every single time yes. it's like, oh, my goodness, you look 
fabulous, babe. You look amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so exaggerated. So it was just, for, it, for yeah. me, it was mesmerizing just yeah, I have a, how much yeah. is for the cameras. Um, just going into that, I have a, I'd say an acquaintance that would always do that. And I don't know if she ever knew, she, but she would always um, just be very over the top with her, you know, oh, you look amazing to everyone. It's very sweet, but... And at first you feel quite special (laughs) when she's saying it to everyone she meets. um, Mm -hmm. You realise that it's not that special. It's not reserved to you. It's just, you know, it's it's her way of just saying, almost like saying hello. Um, When you were watching the, The Real Housewives, were there any particular... Uh, instances that you just thought oh my goodness or all that or maybe that you thought wow I've been in that situation it did not pan out in the same way <laughs> uh, yeah actually a, f- a few just th- there was an incident where they were ha- at a uh, at a dining table and I don't know it, it was somebody's birthday they all got together and then one lady had an issue with the person whose birthday it was and at the dining table brought up this subject Mm -hmm. and started you know having this debate across the table and I've been at one or two occasions where uh, a married couple have started bickering at the table and it makes you feel so uncomfortable so it's a similar Mm. situation that I could relate to I know it's exaggerated for the cameras but yeah, you know, there's a there's a time and a place for everything. So this person then, who's it was her birthday, yeah. I think, and she apologized and said, "Oh, I'm really sorry," but the other person wasn't accepting the apology. So then it made me think, oh, how many times do you have to say sorry? Is there a correct way of oh, apologizing? Yeah. And can you not accept an apology because you think it doesn't sound good enough, or it's not heartfelt enough? Heartfelt enough? And all these things, are, it, 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 I thought it was super interesting and I started to really analyse all these sort of small details. Mm. And then, of course, I wouldn't listen to the rest of, of what they were talking about because my mind was thinking, why is she not accepting the apology and why is it not good enough? Yeah. And, I mean, we've all been in those situations where someone's having a little bit of a a bicker and it's just uncomfortable for everyone just... If you, especially if it, I mean, if it's a husband and wife, it's or, or partners or whatever, it's uh, you hope that you just take it home. But um, I have been. <laughs> she was hosting a, a lunch party. This was years and years and years ago, and we had invited a couple over, and I did not know at the time they were having some marital difficulties, and they had had a whopping argument before arriving to our house for lunch that they were I mean they were still fuming so you know sort of put on the big smile but you could tell that there was something up and um it was just awkward because you know the wine was flowing it was Sunday lunch very leisurely and wine and being in that mood is is not a good combination and it erupted and that 
it was just, it was awkward. It was really awkward for everyone. And it ended up with um, the girlfriend storming out and then her boyfriend sort of running after her a bit later. And actually, I think, I, sadly, I think they split up that evening. So I thought, I hope it wasn't the food. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. But um, it it wasn't. Thankfully, um, it was. I just remember feeling terrible for for them, and actually, none of us really knew the cause because they. It was a continuation in that situation. I think I was thinking, like, what would you do? I think maybe you'd make your excuses, or one person come if if it's really hard to sit with that person. I think maybe you might say, look sorry, the other person wasn't feeling so great or just didn't. We had a disagreement, but I'm going to come so that you're not risking ruining someone else's hard work and lunch, <laughs> continuing on your uh, your argument. I'd, it made me think, I was like, what do you, I mean, obviously they both felt obliged to come and I was thinking I felt terrible because I thought it's probably the last thing they needed mm. was to then come Very to our house have lunch and face a load of people yeah it's very um it's a very tricky situation um I mean have you ever oh, gone yes. somewhere where you've, <laughs> you've had a bit of a bicker when you're there and yeah and it's it is <laughs> Yes, it but my husband and I, like, my yeah. husband and I, you know, we, we obviously we've been married 20 plus years, so we bicker, but we are very good mm -hmm. at keeping that private. So we've been to a few occasions where we had a bicker yeah. before and we would, the way we are is that we would never bring that to, to the dinner table or to the people around us. Mm -hmm. And then you just enjoy the evening, you start to relax, you have a couple of glasses of wine and by the end of the evening it's like big hugs and kisses, oh I love you, I'm sorry, you know, I shouldn't have said that in the car and <laughs> so you'd sort of yeah. make up and move on. Well I wonder if that's also because, and do you think that's because you're, so, so in this, my particular case, it was obviously a make or break relationship mm. argument and for you, you need to be married for 20 years and I don't want to say too much but your disagreement may not, it hopefully is not to that level of, oh, yikes, I don't know whether I want to continue with this. Mm. You know, there was, I I, mean, I have the same, my husband and I will have, um, we'll bicker about something and we'll go out and it's, it's the same. We would never bring it to the table. But if it was, say we were bickering about something, it was more serious. It was like very, very serious Um to my relationship, I don't think I could go out mm. um, not clearing the air on that. Like I, knowing me, I feel like it would just hang, I couldn't enjoy myself, I couldn't put on the pretense because I would just want to get, because it's so important, I'd want to get that sorted. Could, resolved could be that they're, they're a couple that do that kind of thing, they just at the stage where they don't want to figure things out. I don't know. I, I do I do understand what you mean. We had um, mm. a dinner with uh, a couple a few years ago 
and there was obviously something going on and they didn't have a fight at the dinner table but there was so much tension that it was really it was really uncomfortable and eventually right. they left very early and I was really mm-hmm. disappointed because it's like well you know that yeah. could have been, could have been a lovely you know evening it could have been really nice it could have worked out really well but yeah it didn't uh but then I suppose I, I do suppose these things happen but it, it's it, these things are really they're really uncomfortable for those yeah. for for those around and also if you're in that situation and you see something and it's your home as a host how do you deal with that do you you know sort of just repeatedly try to change the conversation do you I don't know think of something let's get a little bit more active let's get up and move from the table and let's go and sit on the sofa and do it's, it's very it's very difficult let's you watch know, you the real to... housewives oh yeah let's watch the real housewives <laughs> it is and just that will just diffuse the situation straight yeah. off you'll realize that your life is actually great yes um but these things do make you realize that, that you well my life is better than yours <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh um yeah I it, that's why I wonder whether it's it's better just to say okay I one person will go uh and let's just have some space um and whoever can deal with it. I and obviously it's not great to have a last minute cancellation but it depends how well you know the host as well you could just say that's true just had a that's true and not so well, you know, and, um, you know, I will come, but so-and-so won't. I'm really sorry, just not in the right mood, and I don't want to ruin. And you don't want to ruin the atmosphere. Um, so you could do it in that way. It just depends on how well you know them. But it is really hard to be at an event. Certainly, I find it hard if things are not resolved. Um, and it's serious, like... It's something, it's not a petty little uh, quarrel. It's it's something big. I, For me, I, I just know that I need to sort that out first because I won't be able to think about anything else. Um, so I think it's just different people. I always think some people can just get on with the next thing and they're, they're fine. So I, I think it really does depend on how you handle these things. Um, but it is, yeah, that when you were telling me about the dinner party situation, I was thinking about that particular example, but there are just so many others, aren't there? It's like the um, talking behind your back and it's the confrontation. And I do think that it's, you know, there's such a desire to get an answer. I, I need an, I deserve an answer. Well, if you, been talking behind someone's back (laughs) that person's found Mm -hmm. out you don't really deserve an answer I mean the the person is well within their rights to um to get to you get back to you when or when they want but it's just um it's this, you know, oh, I've done something that's not particularly admirable and now I'm going to confront you and ask you f- and, and confront you and ask you for an answer. 
And it's just, it doesn't really make sense. <laughs> but I do think that carries on to our daily lives. I think there are more and more people that are more confrontational, even when they've done not such a good thing. And it's just, it's almost like, oh, well, if I'm confrontational, I demand it. It proves I didn't do it. And I've seen that, ha- I've seen that happen even with, well, me. <laughs> Any of the younger kids, but certainly my age too, and um, it—it's this bizarre logic that they deserve some sort of answer. Don't when you've, yeah, when you've done something, it, you, don't, you just have to give it some time as well and respect the other person. Yeah, yeah. No, it's interesting because um, in in this show they well, were yeah. they, um uh, one person told somebody something that she believed was in confidence. And the other person then, they're having coffee together Mm -hmm. and she just voluntarily brings up this topic and tells everybody what the other person had said. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously dramatisation for the show, but there's no reason in reality for her to bring up that topic. It's not just that it slips out during the course of a conversation. She actually brought the topic up and then everybody's horrified and then it causes all these tensions between Mm -hmm. people. And it got me to think a little bit about yeah. gossiping and, you know, what is gossip? How much is too gossip? And how much is too gossiping? Sorry. And, uh, you know, is there a mm-hmm. right and a wrong? And it, it, it's, again, another part of social etiquette that somebody tells you something, you shouldn't really share it with somebody else. And... If you do share it and then you're confronted with the fact that you did that, then you should, you know, hold your hands up and say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I really, I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't think and I shouldn't have and I apologize to everybody and sort of try, yeah. try to move on from that. But it's, yeah. uh, I like a little bit of gossip now and then. I mean, it's, I yeah, agree. It's, I think it's, it's entertaining. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, if someone's given you, if someone's um, confided in you and said, please don't talk, tell anyone, you have two options. You can say, please don't confide in me. I don't think I can, I, I don't really want to hear this. Or you can take it on and you're obligated to that person to keep it quiet. Now, if they haven't said that, and they've just decided to gossip about someone behind their back and that person goes on to tell the other person, then um, I think that if the other person gets annoyed and brings it up, they need to take ownership. You just say, yeah, I'm really sorry. I did. And I'm so sorry. I didn't think, I didn't really think this through. I, You know, there's there's this whole thing about, oh, I didn't, I didn't say it, I didn't do it. And it's like, I just, I know you did because so-and-so told me and now they're saying they didn't, but I'm not, you know, I'm not crazy. I, that's what they've said. I'm not plucking this out of the air. Um, I would, I would just rather someone just put their hands up and said, I'm really sorry. I did. I I didn't even think about it, to be honest. It just hadn't really occurred to me or it was really insensitive of me, you know, can you can you um forgive me or whatever it is and i think at that point you're just like yeah okay i get it 
thanks for the honesty. Like, we've lost that honesty of just raising your hand and going, yep, I did say that, and I'm so sorry, because I shouldn't have in hindsight. I really shouldn't have said it, or I didn't think, I didn't realise, whatever it is. Um, Don't you think it's just, I just think that sits better. I I feel like I'm much more prepared to go, okay, but it, and and you don't feel so hurt. I feel like mm. we're all human, and yes, we do make mistakes. But own the mistake. Um, yeah. Don't try and cover it up with even more because that that's just uh, that's really sad, and that's more hurtful, I think, for that person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think so. But according to yeah, according to the Real Housewives, but. I think. <laughs> According to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, there is, um, well, there are multiple apologies and the majority of them are not accepted because they're not good enough. And I'm like, well, I don't know what makes a really good apology other than sort of saying I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have said that. I didn't, you know, think that I wasn't allowed to repeat it or whatever. Well, are they they apologising? Yeah, I think that's the whole point. Like, if you're apologising, I'm sorry, but not actually getting to the crux of what are you sorry for, and it's like an empty apology, then that's that doesn't feel great for the person receiving it either, and that's not really – it's like I'm just paying you some lip service. That's true. Um, but I haven't learnt my lesson, and I'm not going to change my ways. I'm just, just wanting this to go away. Um it has to be heartfelt. It has to address the issue. They have to think about how they've hurt that person and apologize for exactly that hurt. Uh, and that's where you move on with a relationship. It's, you know, on a coaching level, it's, it's about maintaining and moving on with a relationship because once someone has hurt you, you look at them in a different way. You don't trust them. You feel uh, betrayed. There's a whole load of, of, things that there's a whole load of factors that will affect your relationship going forward in some cases it will break a relationship altogether um and that's why if there is an apology i just do think honesty is the best policy but also understanding what that person the pain that that person is feeling and addressing that and saying you know I understand I caused you this pain and I am sorry. And take it, take ownership of that and say, you know, this is why. This is, I didn't think, I, or I shouldn't have. I really shouldn't have. I don't know why I even decided to do blah, blah, blah. Um, I think that just lands better. And even if it, if that person's still hurt and stung, I think, there's more of a chance of moving on with a relationship because there's um, an authenticity there um, that allows you to move forward when it's just lip service. Like, well, you don't mean it, but you're just doing this just so that you don't look so awful or you, you don't, you know, your friends have put pressure on you, whatever it is. Um, it has to be authentic, don't you think? I think so. But, one person's view of or perception of being authentic is perhaps different from another person's view. So I do think it's if if you have to give an apology, 
then you have to, you know, find find the appropriate time to do it, the appropriate way to say it, and just make it meaningful somehow instead of sort of across a, a dinner table saying, well, I'm yeah. sorry I did that and trying to move on. You know, I think obviously it depends on the, on the, on the circumstances and the situation. But, yeah, apologies are important. Well, also, what are you telling that person yeah. across the dinner table? You're making it about yourself again, aren't you? You're not considering them. Um, and therefore, it's, you know, there's just a lot. You, it, it's actually putting the other person that you've hurt first. Um, that would be, <laughs> that would be something. And it's something that... You, know, you and I have talked about this before, Julia, but you teach your children this stuff. So it's very disappointing when you mm. have grown adults that should know better behaving in this manner, whether they're on the Real Housewives or whatever it is. Um, it's just, it's almost like normalizing really bad behavior. Yeah, it's as if it's okay. Uh, and they're getting viewership. Yeah, it's okay. And, and you know, we watch it and it's, it's like, oh, it's funny, ha, ha, ha. But if you're an impressionable teenager who aspires to be that lady, then they they may emulate the behavior um, because that's who they want to be. Mm-hmm. They want their life. They want this. Um, that's, I think, what's a bit sad about all these things that we're, we're just bombarded by um, – there's another reality show in the UK. Um, I think it's called Love Island, which I have never watched. And I, oh, I've never. As far watched as it. I know, the is no, that where they're, I know they're the, just all dating each other? Yes. So there's well, they, they take, I don't know how, how many guys <laughs> and how many girls, and they put them all whatever, together in a house, yeah. and then they have the. I think it's the couple crowned at the end. I, you know, you can all correct me if I'm wrong because I've never watched it. Mm-hmm. But one of my daughters said recently, oh, God, this show's amazing. It's so interesting. I was like, are you kidding me? We, what did we pay oh, your education goodness. for? But these, <laughs> but these people, they <laughs> aspire to win because when they win, they have money and then they get television interviews and different things and then the people that are watching right. are watching all this behavior of the dating and the cheating and the the gossip and everything and it, I do understand the entertainment value mm. but at the same time we're talking about our yeah. younger generation and what kind of values are we instilling in them so I do get the ratings are great and the, the money is great for so many people involved but I was really disappointed. One of my daughters was watching this, but she, she was saying, oh, no, but it's just fun. It's just fun. I said, well, really? <laughs> you know, is it that much fun? But I haven't watched it, so I haven't I know, seen it. I'm not going to start. I mean, hopefully it's just fun. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. start watching it in case I get sucked into that one as well. <laughs> yeah, just stop. It's a, it's a slippery slope. I know, yeah, I know. Slope. But there's, um, we could do another, we could do another pod. I, I don't, I'm not interested in that at all. <laughs> We could do another podcast on this uh, on this show. Or just go through all the reality. Go through all the TV. things. You know, they travelled and they were the, in um, this show. They were, you know, cultural delicacies. You know, one person tried something. You know, nobody else would try it, and they were travelling to a foreign country, and they didn't know 
what the rules were and, you know, all these kind of things. And I was like watching it saying, oh, you should call me, you should call me. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. <laughs> but, you know, I think all these reality shows. <laughs> Did you put a can... note into the producers? <laughs> you know, you know, I was um, tempted, I was tempted. I, I just, yeah, I think that those shows, I don't know. There's too many of them now anyway. It's like, you know, when at the start there was only a handful and it was yeah. quite amusing. And now I feel like there's just so many that they've lost that appeal um although I, I also just barely get a chance to watch tv and when it does go on it tends to be um you know bluey for my six-year-old or <laughs> whatever it is whatever cartoon she's watching um so I just I feel like I'm a little out of touch with all that sort of stuff and actually and life is much better when you're out of touch with it I feel like it's, oh, I think so. I think so. Did you ever watch it's like, funny, the Kardashians? But you can't help or but think about it, can you? Did you ever watch the Kardashians or anything like that? I watched a few years ago. Yeah, their first series or early, 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 and then I and I got to the same point. I was like, "This is just mm. this is ridiculous." I think it was better at the start. I think it was more real at the start, and then it just got, you know, it just got too much for me um i just watch the memes now and i do it's not very relatable (laughs) i think that's it that's the thing it's not so relatable oh the memes the memes yeah (laughs) um well i know i have to send you another list of things to watch off to get like i like watching a movie i don't know i just you watch it it's done if i'm watching a series i then have to binge watch and that just takes mm-hmm. days binge watching yeah. and i just feel like i've eaten up an entire weekend or whatever it is just binge watching and mm-hmm. i've done nothing else yeah. although yeah. that sounds very appealing as i'm heading off to disney tomorrow um <laughs> I'm the same. It's, it's, I don't really have much time. To well, slap that's another and... podcast, but I'm not um, oh, I know, overly Disney. excited. Well, I've done it a few times. You're going to say something else, children. aren't you? Good. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Download something good from Netflix. Only five, Julia. Only five, yes, yes. But my days of Disney and all these things are over, thank goodness. I've definitely done my fair share. I've contributed well. Um, well, if you if you ever want to relive them, you know you're welcome to take my children. <laughs> my husband and I are like, oh, we're just going to do this once. Um, <laughs> just when it's just not, we didn't grow up with with this stuff, so I think it's there's a huge difference, isn't there? And queuing, and it's it's actually very technical. The whole thing, um, you know, you have to wake up uh, before seven to. <laughs> Log it, log on to the Disney app. It's just, I don't know, just doesn't seem very relaxing. So I'll let you know how it goes anyway. Yes. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Well, until next time. As always, thank you for listening. We love hearing from you. If you have any topics or suggestions that you would like to be covered, please reach out to us at Manners Matter 2 or follow us on Instagram and Facebook and you can subscribe on the links below. See you next time and remember, be nice and Manners Matter 2.